going to Senior Bridge, I remember telling my previous team that I was leaving to go to a company that was going to change healthcare. I arranged for the cab to get that client to the doctor's appointment. We really help the doctors get a better insight into their patients so that clients do get the care that they need. You know, hiring someone from Craigslist without necessarily vetting them properly um, can lead you to other circumstances that may not be in the best of situations for, for you in the, in the home. Humana at Home is pleased to present Real Stories at Home. Hello, and welcome to Real Stories at Home, a podcast about the adventures of real people at Humana at Home. I'm Dr. Phil Painter. I'm the Chief Medical Officer for Humana at Home, and, and I'm thrilled to welcome you to our first ever episode of this monthly podcast. So in each episode, we're going to talk to, to people from different areas of Humana at Home and across the organization of Humana and learn about how they help people live their best possible lives at home. And, and I'm here with my two co-hosts for our podcast, Sherry Greenfield and, and Kathy Driscoll. Hi there, I'm Sherry Greenfield, Operations Leader at Humana at Home. We get exposed to so many incredible stories about clinicians and other professionals who are helping people live their best possible life at home that we couldn't keep them to ourselves. We're so very excited to start this podcast and hope that some of our associates find it interesting to learn more about our organization. Rather than telling you about our offerings, we thought it would be more interesting to let our associates share their stories. Hi, I'm Kathy Driscoll, Chief Nursing Officer. Today, we'd like to highlight just how broad and comprehensive our Humana at Home services are. We have a really successful care management model that helps to support our members' health and helps to keep them where they want to be at home. We have a broad range of clinicians. We have nurse practitioners that do home visits, nurses, therapists, and home health aides who support people at home. And we have many different clinical clinical experts who specialize in things like end-of-life, cancer care, diabetes care, maternal child care, and many others. So we're really looking forward to spotlighting and highlighting the many areas that we support through Humana at Home. For today's episode, we're going to talk about an area of Humana at Home that many people might not know a lot about, Senior Bridge Home Care and Care Management. Bill? Well, so, you know, I, I first I'd like to thank Mark Nash for being our, our first ever guest on Real Stories at Home. Hey, Mark, how are you doing today? Hi, Dr. Painter. I'm doing great today. Um, great to uh, start out the morning as the first ever guest on this podcast. Wonderful. Hey, well, well, thanks again, Mark, for agreeing to be kind of our guinea pig on our, our first podcast. So maybe tell us just a little bit about yourself. For example, what do you do at Humana at Home? So I currently oversee senior bridge operations in seven states. Uh, my background's in social work, and I've been working within the New York City area for the last 24 years, and in some semblance of home care for the last 22 years. I've been here for 11 years, starting out as an executive director for the Queens branch. And when I first came here to Senior Bridge, I remember telling my previous team that I was leaving to go to a company that was going to change healthcare. And actually, they all just laughed at me. It was pretty funny. They were all like, ha, 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 good luck with that. But I'm actually glad that I'm working for a company that's actually doing that. Mark, can you tell us a little bit more about Senior Bridge and how it got started? Sure, Sherry. SeniorBridge is a service that was created about 11 years ago as a consumer-serviced, focused approach to care. 
aligning a need for aging adults whose desire is to age in the home with a need for additional support by a care navigator to help steward the fractured healthcare environment. Um, this ultimately became our integrated model of care, which is currently care management. Originally, it wasn't created to reduce healthcare costs, but rather to meet a demand of family caregivers and aging elderly folks. Primarily, the focus was um, caregiver burnout and seniors with chronic conditions who want to age safely at home. Hey, Mark, you know, I have to tell you, I've got some personal experience with, with Senior Bridge. Um, my father-in-law several years ago was struggling with some illnesses and, and really needed help at home. And we had Senior Bridge come in, and, and I have to tell you, you know, they were great. Um, they really provided some extra care for my, my father-in-law and, and helped out my mother-in-law, who was really serving as his his caregiver, and they were able to help us in, in so many ways. I mean, is, is that pretty typical of what you see with the experience in Senior Bridge? Yes, absolutely. Um, Senior Bridge is a great service for people who are starting to decline and need help with uh, daily activities. Um, I can actually relate to the story. Uh, recently, I came home um, with an arm sling post-rotator uh, cuff surgery and was basically sent out the door of the, of the hospital. Um, on a nerve block and anesthetized to be cared for by my 100-pound wife. It was it was kind of complicated in the sense that we just basically rolled out the door and they threw me into the Uber and off we went to go home and for her to take care of me. Um, after the second day, she actually had to leave um, for a work situation. And I re quickly realized that my limited functional abilities created many problems, such as food preparation, dressing, and bathing. I was actually even scarier when I tried to actually cut an avocado with one hand. I never had actually tried to do that before and realized quickly that that's probably not a good idea. So it's pretty pretty obvious to me that healthy food choices were going to take a back seat for a couple of days until she returned. Um, I can imagine if I was older, you know, maybe 92 years old, without the social support, without much knowledge on technology and with a multitude of chronic conditions, there is no doubt I would have fallen or injured myself. So this is this is something that's not just for you know people that are older, but I think everyone who, who could use the additional support post-hospitalization or when they have a special need. That's really insightful, Mark. Um, there's lots of things that we take for granted until we need help with them. Um, yeah. Can you talk a little bit um, with us? Are there a lot of Humana Associates that are able to access Senior Bridge services for their own parents or other family members? Yes, actually there are. Um, many of us have aging parents and we're working and we need help navigating the system. Even those of us who are cl clinicians um, have difficulties as well. Uh, I've had experiences where individuals have reached out to uh, to actually get guidance around um, care, um, support around that care, um, and maybe even possibly intermittent care. Most of them just usually need some sort of guidance to help navigate the system. So one of the things I think that's different about Senior Bridge versus other areas of Humana at Home is that it's not provided as a part of the services that people receive from their Medicare insurance. It's actually something they buy privately. Mark, can you talk a little bit about this, how it's different from hiring someone on Craigslist or hiring a college student neighbor um, to help help out um, your, your mother or your, your parents? There are a variety of ways to pay for long-term care, which vary with the kind of care you need and other personal circumstances. Long-term care insurance, veterans' benefits, reverse mortgage, 
but most come from personal funds. I think what we really need to be mindful of is that cost considerations aren't always necessarily related to just financial. Um, it also can in- involve time invested in screening and supervising the caregivers, hidden costs and legal obligations, uh, management of home care workers and their supervisory responsibilities. In addition to which, there are worker compensation issues we need to be aware of when it comes to homeowners and policies, et cetera, when we're working with caregivers in the home um, while on the job, but may not cover a person who may be providing care on a regular scheduled continuous basis. So these are things that we have to be mindful of when we're working um, individually in the home. And you know, hiring someone from Craigslist without necessarily vetting them properly um, can leave you to other circumstances that may not be in the best of situations for, for you in the, in the home. Well, Mark, listen, thank, thank you very much for you know, being our inaugural guest on, on our podcast. Uh, very helpful and, and very informative. Uh, our second ever guest on Real Stories at Home is Athena Sear. And, and Athena, thanks for being on the show. How are you today? Thanks so much, Dr. Painter, Kathy, and Sherry. I'm so happy to be part of this podcast. I'm doing really good. How are you? Well, I'm great, too, Athena. Thank you. Um, how about you tell us a little bit about yourself and your role at Senior Bridge and how you, how you came to um, Senior Bridge and, and what kind of match that is for your skill set? Sure, Kathy. Um, I'm a clinical care leader um, in the New York City, Brooklyn, Queens, and Long Island branches. Basically, what that means is that I oversee the care managers who um, provide the direct care to our clients in the in the field and provide the professional oversight. Um, I am a social worker, and um, I actually started as a care manager in the Queen's office and um, have been here for about eight years. Athena, you must have some inspiring and incredible stories of getting to know people and helping them. Can you tell us a, a little bit about some of the, the things that you've done? We do. We do. Um, every day is um, an exciting day. It's really amazing to get to know people and what's really important to them, and a lot of that is not going to appear in their medical record. So um, I want to give uh, an example uh, of, of, of clients, you know, many of our clients that have pets, and pets are their main priority, you know, especially when they're losing a lot of, you know, their support networks, their significant others or their loved ones um, and friends. Um, they will have their pets as their their best friend or their main priority. So um, in many of the examples of our clients, um, when you're working through their resistance, because, you know, nobody really wants to pay for home care, um, you're trying to figure out what it is that they can do um, or what it is that you can do as a care manager to connect with them. And a lot of what that is is building a relationship based on, you know, what they're meeting them where they are. And um, a lot of our clients have pets. And a dog or a cat um, is often incorporated in the care plan. Um, and until we address, you know, what their needs are of their pets um, and to keep their pets safe and healthy, it's very difficult to engage in their health. So, for example, you know, if you have a client who's not able to take care of their dog, they're not able to walk their dog, or, you know, they aren't capable of feeding it or reminding, or remembering to feed this dog, you know, being that care manager or and, and, and teaching this home health aid, you know, exactly what's needed is really important incorporating that in their care plan. Well, thanks, Athena. That's, that's a great, you know, great story and insight. Actually, I, I have a dog and I can tell you, you know, it, it, they really help provide you with 
a lot of wellness and, and support. Aside from, from that, I have another question for you. Do, do you ever work with doctors, and, and how does that work? Oh, we work with doctors quite a bit, Dr. Painter. Um, I mean, for the most part, uh, we're talking to them on a regular basis. That's a big priority of of the work that we do. Um, One way is that we really help the doctors get a better insight into their patients so that clients do get the care that they need. You know, when you're going uh, to a doctor appointment, our clients are only, um, you know, in that doctor's office for a short period of time. And they're only seeing them for, you know, the 15 minutes to a half hour that they may be there. And a lot of times, you know, having that that conversation with the doctor beforehand and the conversation with the doctor afterwards, you know, is really painting that bigger picture. Uh, I could think of, you know, a few examples, but, you know, uh, someone with memory loss, uh, if if you call the doctor after the appointment and, you know, the doctor may say, you know, well, she's this this particular, you know, patient showed up and this patient was able to, you know, get to this appointment, schedule the appointment, you know, is able to take, you know, understand what medications they need to take. Maybe they don't really need a home health aid. And in the background, you know, as a care manager, you might be saying, actually, I arranged for the cab to get that client to the doctor's appointment. I, um, you know, uh, made sure that the home health aide took him and the home health aide is actually sitting in the waiting room right now. It gives them a, a clearer picture of really what's going on. Athena, those are really great stories, and they really show the impact that you all have on the folks that you serve. Um, you know, many of us have experienced the demands of being a family caregiver. So I'm curious if you can talk a little bit about how Senior Bridge interacts with family caregivers. How do they know they need help, and and how do how do we work with them? We work with family caregivers every day. I mean, sometimes those are our our unidentified clients. Um, they come to us because you know, mom or dad, they just need a little bit of help. Um, they may need help with cooking and bathing, or that's their perspective. You know, they may be living in another state and not really know what's happening. So going in and doing that comprehensive assessment with the nurse and the social worker and figuring out what the root cause of the problem is. Um, It may be that they need help with showering or they may need help with bathing. And then you find out a little bit later, you know, that mom's had a series of falls or, you know, mom is not taking her medications and mom may not be, you know, as forthcoming with, with, uh, you know, uh, with them. So I think that, you know, it's really important to um, keep in contact with the family and to make sure that they're aware of exactly what's happening. Um, We could talk also about an example with this client um, or a particular client who may have a, a pet and the family has it was having a hard time, you know, finding a caregiver who, who may stay, you know, and they're not understanding, you know, I've hired so many different caregivers and for whatever reason, they're not staying um, and working with this particular, with my mom. And when we try to go in there, we find out what the root cause is. It may be because, you know, mom's not able to care for the dog and the dog is, you know, urinating or, you know, going to the bathroom on the floor. And it's like, okay, well, let's, let's get a dog walker, you know, let's make sure that this dog is getting taken care of. And then we find out that, you know, when you just take care of that one little piece that you can keep that aid in there. So um, it's just really important to have that constant communication with the family and to, you know, show them that professional uh, perspective, things that they wouldn't necessarily know as, uh, you know, a, a family member who lives in another state or even close by. 
Well, listen, I, I have to say, you know, Athena and Mark, thank you very much for, for agreeing to be on our, our first podcast. You know, I'm, I'm just amazed to hear the impact that, that you have on, on people's lives and, and how you're really able to help these people stay in their homes, which is, which is as we all know, they want to they be in their homes. They want to be comfortable. They want to stay in, in the, the place, oftentimes, that they've, they've lived for years and years. And, and so the great work that, that the both of you are doing, it's, it's really wonderful to hear all the, all the things that you're able to accomplish with, with these people. I guess, you know, I just ask Athena or Mark, uh, before we sign off on our first podcast, anything else that, that you want to add? Well, Phil, we certainly appreciate the opportunity to share all of this with all the listeners out there. It's been really great to uh, to have this conversation with, with, with uh, you, Kathy, and Sherry. Um, if anyone wants any more information, they can always visit SeniorBridge.com to read a little bit more. And they could also click the button for consultation if they want to know um, and, and engage with us on that level. And of course, you can always stay on touch in touch with us by following Senior Bridge on Facebook, Twitter, or LinkedIn. And if any listeners out there have questions about Senior Bridge or want to know if it's right for them, we'd love to talk to folks. And I really appreciate you get uh, you to get in touch by emailing conversations at seniorbridge.com or filling out the form on our website at seniorbridge.com. Thanks again for having us. Well, listen, again, thanks uh, thanks for being here and, and some really great information and, and stories for us and our listeners. Okay, well, that's a wrap on our, our first episode of Real Stories at Home. Thanks again for joining us to hear about some of the real adventures of the professionals of, of Human at Home. Please join us next month when we'll have guests from Your Home Advantage, a part of Human at Home, to talk about what we do with in-home health and well-being assessments with our nurse practitioners that, that go into the homes of our members. So please mark that down on your calendar and, and look forward to our next podcast. So if you do have any feedback or you'd like to submit a question, please contact us at the Human at Home Buzz Group and tag hashtag Real Stories. And until then, have a wonderful month.